0: Welcome back to Spoonful of Sugar. Today's episode on childhood development will be hosted by Tanya Mulherker, a fourth-year medical student at Drexel University College of Medicine, and also my little sister. Hope you enjoy. Hey, future doctors. Thanks for tuning in to Spoonful of Sugar, a podcast made for medical students by medical students to help the medicine go down. My name is Tanya Mulherker. I'm a student at Drexel University College of Medicine, and I will be your host today. In this episode on childhood development, we'll go over major developmental milestones for kids, growth tracking, and sexual development. These are great topics to know for your pediatrics rotation, both in clinic for well-child visits and for questions. Developmental milestones are important to know because if children are not meeting these milestones, it is often the first line indicator that something may be going wrong. Unfortunately, this is one of those topics that just sort of has to be memorized But we will do our best to make this as fun, memorable, and interactive as possible. I will be asking a lot of questions, and I encourage you to take a second and try to come up with your own answer. And feel free to pause as needed. Let's begin with developmental milestones. The four major categories to focus on in growth and development are gross motor, fine motor, language, and social cognitive development. We'll start with gross motor skills. At two months, what is the first major motor skill a baby learns? First, a baby learns to lift their head and chest during tummy time. And again, this is at two months of age. When can a baby start to roll over? So babies do this around four to five months of age. This is one of the details they love to place in questions. For example, they might give you a two-month-old who was supposedly injured rolling off the bed. If you see a question stem with a baby rolling before the age of four to five months, think about an alternative cause of injury. Around what age can a baby sit up without assistance? This would be around six months of age. When can they start to crawl and pull up to a stand? This would be around 9 to 10 months of age. And at what age can a baby start walking alone? They can start doing this around 12 months of age. The rest of the gross motor skill milestones are not very intuitive, so we can go through these together. At two years... Toddlers can start going up and down steps, and they do this by placing two feet on a step at a time, which is a minor detail. They can also start jumping at two years, and I like to remember this by remembering that you need to push off two legs to jump. So babies learn this at age two, and again, two feet on one step at a time. At three years, they're able to climb the stairs while alternating feet on each stair. So this is slightly different from the two years because they can start putting one foot on each step at one time. Three-year-olds can also ride tricycles, which you can remember because tricycles have three wheels. At four years, toddlers start hopping. And I like to just picture a hopscotch with just up to four numbers. You hop on one, two, three, four. At five years, kids can start skipping and they can walk backwards. And yeah, I don't have a great way to remember this, but you can just tell that these are slightly more advanced skills than the rest that we've learned up till now. To review, what is the general order that children develop gross motor skills? At two months, they can lift their head and chest. Then at four months, they can roll. At six months, they can start sitting up alone. From nine to ten months, they can start crawling and pulling up to a stand. At one year, they can start walking. At two years, they can start walking up and down steps with, again, two feet on one step at a time and they can also start jumping because you need two legs to push off the ground to jump. At three years they can start climbing the stairs with alternating feet and riding tricycles and again a tricycle has three wheels so they do this at three years of age. At four years they can start hopping and at five years they can start walking backwards and skip. Now let's review some fine motor skills. At what age do babies develop an immature three-finger pincer grasp? This would be around 9 to 10 months. When does the pincer grasp mature into a two-finger grasp? This would be around 12 months. What age can a child build a tower of cubes? Sometimes they specify like 5 to 10 cubes. This would be around 2 years of age. At what age can a child start using utensils? This would be 3 years. At what age can a child copy a circle? This would also be 3 years. And when can a child start drawing a square? This would be 4 years of age. And at what age can they start drawing a triangle? This would be five years of age. So to simplify that, just for the shapes, I remember that at three years of age it starts with a circle, and the edges just get pointier as they grow older. So it will go circle, square, and then a triangle has the pointiest edges. And they can do this at five years old. And just generally other things that a five-year-old is able to do, they can tie shoelaces, they can print letters, and at this age, they should know their left and right. All right, let's move on to language. At what age does a baby start babbling? This would be around six months. And when can they start saying mama and dada? This is around nine months. And when does a baby typically say their first word? This is around 11 months. So once upon a time, someone told me that you can remember this by remembering that Babel has six letters in it, so babies start doing this at six months. And then if you add up the letters in Mama plus Data, that is nine letters, so they can start doing this at nine months. So in terms of vocabulary... How many words should a child know at 12 months? They should know around 1 to 3 words. What about at 15 months? They should know 5 words. And what about 18 months? They should know 8 words. So to simplify that, by 12 months they should know 1 to 3 words. And I remember this by looking at 12 and saying, okay, 1 plus 2 equals 3, so 1 to 3 words. Then 15 months has 5 in it, so 5 words. And 18 months has 8 in it, so they should know 8 words. And just in terms of their language in general, what age is a child's speech 100% intelligible? So this happens around 4 years of age. And at two years, it'll be around 50% intelligible, and you can remember this because 50% of four is two, so at four years, again, it will be 100% intelligible. At two years, it will be 50% intelligible, and then three years is right smack dab in the middle of two and four, so the speech will be around 75% intelligible. So how many words should a child be using in a phrase at two years? They should be using two-word phrases. What about at three years? They should be using three-word phrases. And then at five years, I promise this isn't a trick question, they should be, at this point, using five-word sentences. So the amount of words they use in a phrase or a sentence corresponds to how many years old they are what age does a child develop stranger anxiety? This is around six months. And what about separation anxiety? So this happens at a slightly older age of 12 months. And when can children start following commands? At 12 months they can follow a one-step command. And then around two years, they can start following two-step commands. And what age do children typically start toilet training? Around two years. And any guesses to the comparison between boys and girls? Who does it first? Who does it later? So boys are usually successful at toilet training later than girls. What is it called when children wet their bed? So this is aneurysis. And what age is this normal until? It's normal until five years. So if it, if a child is never potty trained, it would be called a primary aneurysis. But if they are potty trained and then suddenly later in life they develop These symptoms again, so say around like 8 years or 10 years of age, they start wetting the bed again. That would be considered a secondary enuresis. And what are some solutions to bedwetting? First line would be some positive reinforcement, restricting fluid intake before bed, and then what would you do if those methods don't work? Right, you can start thinking about medication at this point. Any guesses to what would be first line or second line? So first, you would want to consider an ADH analog like desmopressin. And if those don't work, then they typically switch to an anticholinergic medication like imipramine. So if they ever give you a question where a child has tried different methods and now they're at the point of using medication... And they give you a bunch of medication choices, and desmopressin and imipramine are both answer choices. You should go with desmopressin, because that's first line. Questions on the developmental growth usually give a brief description of multiple things a child does, and then they ask you to identify whether the development is normal or delayed within each category. So let's go through some examples together. A three-year-old who starts walking up and down stairs, rides a tricycle, uses hands to eat, and loves to scribble without drawing identifiable shapes, and speaks in full sentences. So, gross motor and language are normal here. The child is already walking up and down the stairs, they're riding a tricycle, which they should be doing by age three, and the child is speaking in full sentences. Fine motor skills in this example are a bit delayed because by three years, children should really be starting to use utensils and they should be able to draw at least a circle. All right, let's go through another example together. An 18-month-old can walk, has started learning going up and down stairs, Is able to grasp crayons between the index finger and thumbs, and can scribble, but is not able to draw identifiable shapes. Speaks one word at a time, alternating between three words. Alright, so this one is a little bit tricky. It's very slight, but the gross and fine motor skills are totally normal. This is an 18-month-old who's already walking around, learning to go up and down stairs, which they should be able to really do by two years. This child is able to um, maturely grasp the crayons between the index finger and thumb, so that tells us they have a mature pincer grasp. And they shouldn't really be drawing identifiable shapes at this point. That's something they can do by around three years of age. But language here is a bit delayed. Because although the child is speaking, remember our little mnemonic, they should know 8 words by 18 months, because there is an 8 in 18. So this vignette tells us that the child knows 3 words at this point. So again, to review, they should know 1 to 3 words by 12 months, 5 words by 15 months, and 8 by 18. Now let's talk about growth tracking during pediatrics visits. What are the three things we measure at a well child check? So first we look at the head circumference, height, and weight. And we typically measure the head until around two years. And then the, the height and the weight kind of continue after that. What are some concerns for a bigger head circumference? Why do we check this? So a big head could mean that the infant has hydrocephalus or an underlying tumor that's increasing the pressure. What are some concerns for a smaller head circumference? Here we worry about congenital infections. What happens to an infant's weight in the first few days? Typically, they'll drop around 5 to 10% of weight. And then, when should you expect this to normalize by? they will increase back to their birth weight around the first two weeks. An infant's body weight can be expected to double by when? So it will typically double by four to five months. And then when does it triple by? This will be around one year. And then when will it quadruple by? This will be around two years. So again, an infant's Birth weight can be expected to double by four to five months, triple by one year, and quadruple by two years. What is it called when a developing child drops two major percentile lines on a growth curve? This is failure to thrive. What are some causes of failure to thrive? So, it can be caused by congenital heart disease, infection, cystic fibrosis, malnutrition, A long list of things, but these are the main things you should be thinking about. Alright, so I have a question for you now. An 8-year-old girl comes in with bilateral palpable masses under her nipple area. What do you think may be going on? So this is probably the onset of puberty. What is the average age of puberty in girls? In girls, it's around 10.5 years of age. What about boys? In boys it's eleven point five years of age, so just a year after girls. What is the order of events in puberty in girls? So I'll give you a hint, there's four major ones. So in girls, first thalarche occurs where they develop breast buds, then pubarche where pubic hair starts forming then girls have a growth spurt, and then menarche, which is menses. So again, that's thelarche, breast development, then pubarchy, pubic hair, growth spurt, and menarche. What is this order of events of puberty in boys? Again, there's four. So first... Boys will undergo gonadarche, so this is where the testicles enlarge. Then pubarche with pubic hair growth. Then adrenarche, which is axillary facial hair growth and their voice will drop. And then they undergo the growth spurt last. So in boys, that's gonadarche, so testicles enlarge. Pubarche, pubic hair develops. Adrenarche, they grow axillary hair, facial hair, voice drop and then they'll have a growth spurt. What is precocious puberty? This is an early onset of secondary sexual characteristics, and do you know what age it's defined as in girls versus boys? In girls, precocious puberty is any development of secondary sexual characteristics before eight And in boys, it's before nine years. Now, on the flip side, what is delayed puberty? This is defined as no secondary growth characteristics in girls by age 13 and in boys by age 14. If a child comes into your office with a growth or puberty delay, what is one of the first tests you would like to order? 1st you'd want to look at the bone age. If the bone age is delayed, it's probably a constitutional growth delay, and the child will eventually be on the right path. So, basically, they'll give you, like, a 12-year-old who's um, in, like, the fifth percentile for growth and height tracking, and they, they have pretty tall parents, and then you check the bone age, and their bone age is 10. So, because they're 12 and their bone age is delayed at 10, They'll probably just get on the right track at a later time. If the bone age is advanced, there's probably a pathologic reason. So here you want to think about malnutrition, endocrine abnormalities, and even gonadal dysgenesis. Okay, so that's about everything I wanted to cover in this episode So let's go straight into the rapid-fire review. At what age can a baby roll over? This would be four months. By what age can a baby start walking alone? This would be 12 months. What age can a child hop? Four years. By what age does a baby develop mature pincer grasp? So that's with the two fingers. This is around 12 months. Around what age does a child start using utensils and start drawing circles? This is around three years. At what age does a baby start babbling? Six months. Around what age does a baby say their first word? This would be around 11 to 12 months. How many words should a child know at 12 months, 15 months, and 18 months? So, 1 to 3 at 12, 5 at 15, and 8 at 18. What age is bedwetting normal until? It's normal until 5 years. What is the first-line medication for treatment of anuresis after other methods of treatment have failed? Desmopressin. What is the general order of puberty in girls and boys? So, in girls, it is thalarchy, pubarche, growth spurt, menarchy. In boys, it's gonadarchy, pubarchy, adrenarchy, and then growth spurt. What classifies as precocious puberty? This is the onset of puberty before eight in girls and nine in boys. If someone comes in with a delay in growth, puberty, What is the first test you want to do? Check their bone age. Alright, that's all folks. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe to our podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, visit our website at spoonfulofsugar.org and post them under the link for this episode. Good luck with studying, and remember that if you ever have an SOS moment while studying, Spoonful of Sugar is always here to help the medicine go down.